Okay, guys, I am back again to ruin another thing that you love, which is professional sports. Now, you know, I could not just let this giant ritual of a show go by without me commenting on it. Because, as you know, I am not a sports fan at all. Don't like it. Why did Rome build the Colosseum? To distract people. And I am not one to be distracted, y'all. So I'm not a sports person. But I know that the Super Bowl is the biggest distraction in America. So I'm here to break down to you why, how they are distracting you. They are putting symbolism right in your face. But this time, this game in particular feels a little bit different to me. It wasn't as blatant as it usually is, and I'm kind of confused as to why, but I am here again to break it down. So let's start with the fact that it's Super Bowl 56, and 56 is one of the numbers, and those of you who are into gematria or into just numerology, numerology and numbers, they use all of these things to send messages. Like whenever you see these particular numbers, you're like, oh, I know where that is. This is part of the Society of Jesus, the Jesuits, the whoever is running the show. And of course, 56 is the Society of Jesus. And I don't know if you knew this, but this is obviously, this is 2022 in the Chinese Zodiac. This is the year of the tiger. Now, Tiger being the Bengals, and uh, the next month that's coming up is March, which is Aries, which is the Rams. So uh, to me, already right there, y'all, like there's a lot we're going to start unpacking. But like I said, this is 2022, the year of the Tiger, according to the Chinese Zodiac. And if you didn't know your animal, your symbol, um, you can easily look that up. Sorry, I had a burp, y'all. I am... A dragon. I was born in 1988. If you do the math, you'll know how old I am. But I am a dragon, which is probably why I am the way that I am. Fierce, mysterious. Am I real? Am I not real? But anyways, back to the game, y'all. The year of the tiger. Now, initially, I was like, the Bengals are going to win. This is obvious because it's the year of the tiger. And then I've just been seeing like the tiger symbolism with like the metaverse and all of these things. If you, you know, pay attention to those kind of things, you'll notice it. But then I also said, well, this game is taking place in Los Angeles and Los Angeles is the fallen angels, the city of fallen angels, the Mecca of all things that I feel are dark and eerie. And if you didn't know, and if you pay attention to politics, California is probably, honestly, like people like me, people like you guys who are probably listening, the worst place to live for you all. Because one, like I said, I don't do masks. I don't do vaccines. I don't do any of that stuff. I don't do rules. And they seem to be the worst when it comes to that. The stuff that's going on in schools, me being a teacher, not teaching that, not showing my kids that, not exposing them to that. So California essentially to me is a hellhole. And that part of me was like, well, you know what? I honestly feel like they wouldn't make the Rams lose in their own city. But then I was like, these people, they like destruction. So what if they lost? And then there would be like chaos in the streets because 
you know, you, that's what sports fans do because they're weird and they're super obsessed and it's a little much. But then I was like, no, 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 they're going to win because they have done so much damage to the state of California and the people and the people have started protesting and fighting back that they're like, nope, we're going to make them win so that people can be happy and forget what's going on because everybody in the stadium had freaking free faces. There was no mask, just no rules. Everyone's kumbayaing. And to me, that's why I feel like they let them win because we all know that sports are rigged. You cannot say that you've never heard of any game or any player being paid off to win something. If you go on Netflix, you can. there's documentaries of actually just finished watching one of, um, you know, players who said they were paid to either lose or win. And then there's like a whole Vegas like thing going on that you people bet on this stuff and they bet to the number of how many points, uh, away each win is like, well, we got to win by six or lose by five or whatever. Like it's down to like a science. So, I think all sports are rigged. Nothing is um, just happened to be by chance because these people operate in this weird numerical system that I will never really understand. But I did want to talk about, though, you know, the the main thing that people like to watch is the halftime show. And now in the past, these halftime shows have been just, of course, these giant spectacles. That's the part where they want to keep you entertained and focused on. And that's sometimes some people's only reason why they watch it. People like me who don't really like the actual sports part, but I want to know, like, okay, who's performing? What are they doing? And these past couple of Super Bowls have been kind of blatantly obvious, like with the symbolism and all. And part of me feels like this year because we are in a state of, I feel like we're raising our consciousness. A lot of us, we are in a different mindset. We watch things while me in particular, I don't watch, I can't even watch TV anymore just to be watching it. Like uh, every part of me is like, Oh, what does this mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? The symbolism. Uh, and I can't even like be living in 3d world anymore. But with this, again, with this particular halftime show, you know, you had Eminem and all these people who I grew up listening to. I was such a big fan. But now it's just, it's something completely different. And I was, you know, sitting there watching it and I was like, okay, let me see like the blatant stuff. And there wasn't really too much, but I did notice that uh, they had a lot of black and white symbolism. And if you've listened to my other episodes, you know, the Masonic checkerboard floor, the black and white, I did was like, well, maybe that means something, the black and white um, colors everywhere. And then you had Snoop Dogg, who was the only one in blue, which they said that he's like a gatekeeper of Los Angeles. So they keep him separate from everyone else. And that is why he was wearing, you know, blue. And of course, you know, it was because of the gangs and the Crips or whatever, but maybe it meant something else. But anyways, back to the colors, the black and white. And then I saw, or I noticed that Pepsi always brings you the halftime show. And Pepsi's colors are red, white, and blue. Now, whenever I think of things, I'm like, am I reaching? But then I'm like, no, I'm not reaching. Because this could, you know, no one really knows the answers to all of this stuff. So the Pepsi logo has the red and blue. And then that made me think of like politics and the Republicans and the Democrats and just reminding you of the constant division because as I was looking and watching my timeline as the game was going on, there was so many, of course, you know, your your timeline is catered to your algorithm, your 
the people that you like, the things that you like, the things that you follow, like it all looks similar, not because you are following those people, but because it's just organized that way to just show you your interests. Anyway, so as I was watching it, uh, the people on my timeline were pointing out, of course, the hypocrisy, the hypocrisy from these politicians who have pushed this message of mask, 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 mask. We can't gather in large crowds. We're in a state of emergency, which they made, they just extended California state of emergency while at the same time hosting the Super Bowl, which is so ridiculous. Y'all, I can't. Well, anyways, back to the red and blue. So we have these Republicans who are like, don't wear a mask, whatever. And then you have the Democrats who are like, wear a mask. But then you look on TV or wherever you're watching it and you see that they are not doing what they said they were going to do or what they said you should do. Because if you haven't noticed, we do not have as big of a racial issue as we do a class issue because they're never really going to publicize class issues, the rich versus the poor, because then they would be outnumbered. So what they do is they have to keep us racially divided so that it looks pretty even. And there is no, um, because you're rich, you do this, or because you're poor, you do that. So the constant division. And uh, I did notice now again, maybe this is a reach, but maybe it's not. Going back to the black and white, the performers, everybody was black except Eminem. He's white. So there's another black and white symbolic thing. <laughs> and speaking of Eminem, like, y'all, I am not a activist. I feel like, well, I kind of am, but a performative activist. And if you know what a performative activist is, you know that people who get on a public platform and say things or do things just to, again, win a certain group of people. But you know they really aren't following that belief or they truly believe what they're saying. And when I saw Eminem kneel or take a knee, now, again, I don't know what that was. Supposedly, he was told not to do it, and then he did it anyways, and then everyone's like, yeah, you're on our side, BLM, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's just so performative because he's a white man in that environment. And yes, of course, do I think he's racist? No, I don't think he's racist, but I also feel like they use these people to be symbols of social justice or whatever when it's really like, again, that's not the case. Like the focus should be on the elite and everyone else. And I don't like to say elite because I don't feel like anybody's better than me. But these people who are at the top versus everyone else. And when I saw that, and then he was doing it for a really long time. And I was like, okay, like you can get up now. So everybody was like taking that like, yeah, he's on our side. So again, another distraction which, I mean, y'all, like at this point, we should know that that organization is very corrupt. If you actually went through their website, you can see that all the stuff they promoted was terrible. And it had nothing to do with raising the black people up, raising black family up. It was done to tear everything apart. And I could get into that some other time. Um, but this Again, black and white symbolism, Eminem, BLM, kneeling on, you know, all of that. That To me, that was just like a little bit blatant. But I do think that they know that we are waking up and had to downplay this time because it was kind of weird that we, there wasn't blatant symbolism 
because this is the music industry. Like it's, it's all there and we all know it, but there's, there seems to be some like weird switch going on because everything pointed, like I said earlier to the tiger, the Bengals, like everything that I looked at, it was like, this is going to them. But then again, my other side was like, well, no, this is not because it's LA and they wouldn't do that. And they want to distract people. And, you know, do they really want to cause chaos because it's already chaotic right now? So let's say we have these protests, we have these mandates. Now you have a a loss in the city, like crime rates already up just like it is up here in Houston. And it's like, everything has flipped somehow. This is very weird things going on. And like I said, we're moving into March, which is technically the new year because it's spring. That's when everything's growing again. And if you know, March is, yes, there's uh you know, those zodiac sign, it's Pisces, but this is the Aries season. So in Aries, if you didn't know their animal or Aries, the sign is, it's a ram. And Aries is a God of war. And right now, There is a war going on between the people and they, whoever they are, anyone who is above us making these rules. And to me, this all symbolized the fact that we are entering a new time, a new era, a new fight, whatever that fight may be, whether it's us and it's a positive thing or whether it's them and it's going to get really bad. But either way, we are in a war and I can't wrap my head around why this feels like this timeline shift. Because why would everything that points to, I mean, when it came, just like The Simpsons, you know how those of you who know, oh, The Simpsons predicted this, they predicted that, they predicted that. And you can pull up so much stuff that they have, quote, predicted, which I don't think it's not a prediction. It's already written and it's just going to happen. And that's, you know, what I believe. But the same thing. They had an episode or a couple episodes where they mentioned the Bengals, they mentioned when, they mentioned Cincinnati, they mentioned Orange like multiple times, and then all of a sudden it doesn't happen. So what's going on? Why are we seeming to go backwards or forward? What is time? Y'all, I'm, I'm going to do another episode on time because I don't feel like time is real. And just thinking about it right now, I'm just I'm starting to get confused. But anyways, I'll save that for another episode. Back to this Super Bowl again. And I failed to mention earlier, whenever Dr. Dre, um, at the end, whenever they finished performing, and everyone's kind of like waving, like, thanks, you know, that was our best performance ever, whatever. He flashes like the devil horns symbol, whether it's H-Town, whether it's Longhorns, whether it's the devil, like you see him do it real quick, and then put his hands up. So uh, when I watched that, I was like, "Mm, I don't know about that. And again, going back to numerology and gematria, all that, the number three is very significant too. Like anytime I see three, I think, okay, that's Masonic, the 33. Um, If you pull up, uh, again, and I've mentioned this before, but I don't think people listen to my podcast in order. So I mentioned anytime you see 33, 33,000, 30, all of that, like that's all scripted. And you can pull up so many articles, you know, with that three in it, just type it into Google and be like three COVID. And then you'll have like the same articles written from all over the country, the world. Anyways, for 
this particular Super Bowl. Um, I noticed a couple of things. Like again, I don't watch. I don't watch this stuff. I did not watch it in its, in its entirety. But what I did see, of course, snippets on my timeline. Um, the Odell Beckham, you know, he's number three, and he got injured. It's like that's kind of uh, one thing. Kendrick Lamar, whenever he was. When they showed the beginning of his performance, he had those boxes. Uh, I counted 30 boxes. Three, again. And uh, on February 3rd, the Bengals uh, actually debuted their black Super Bowl jerseys. So then, again, there's a number three. And then guess what? The final score was 23-20, to which leaves a three-point difference. Now... I say all this to say is that, I mean, there's just so much more. And of course, I'm not going to sit there and just go through each single thing. But what I do want to say, one, is that this entire thing was full of hypocrisy to the max where you have the governors, the mayors, everyone who is pushing masks and vaccines and all that at the game, enjoying themselves freely like it should be. But tomorrow, kids are going to walk into school and put a mask on their face. Why? And I keep talking about this because it's like I I seem to be the only one really affected whenever I talk about this, especially here at home. I'm I'm in Texas, so it's been pretty free. But my school district in particular won't let the, won't let the mask thing go, and it does wear on my mental. Now, do I wear a mask? No, I have not in like two years. I refuse, and I will continue to suffer the consequences, however much longer that may be, because I'm not doing it because. I knew that from the beginning this was all stupid and it was all made up. But the people who watch the Super Bowl, if they send their kids to school tomorrow with a mask on, shame on them and they are weak, weak people. Because how? How? How do you look at that and be like, yeah, we're still in a state of emergency? Poor kids. I just, I'll just leave it at that. But again, what I do want to say, whenever you guys see these big games, anything that's hyped up like super to the max, of course it is a distraction is to distract you from what's really going on, to keep you dumbed down, to make you feel like everything is all good, all gravy, when it's not. But people like me are here to show you and tell you things that you might not be looking at. I need to save some souls. It's time for us to open our freaking eyes. And I'm going to do this one podcast at a time.